Will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? Welcome to Senior Living Connecticut, a show that explores solutions for Connecticut's families and adults striving for the best in senior living. I'm Bill Corbett, manager at Evergreen Crossings Independent Senior Living and author of the book, The 2.0 Entrepreneur. And I'm Jennifer English, the marketing director at Avery Heights Senior Living. We're sitting down with industry area subject matter experts in this show to find out what they've learned along the way and get them to share it with us to help families in the Connecticut area. My wife and I have been downsizing over the past year, and when we offered many of our things to our kids, they were really frank with us and said, nope, no thanks. So with us today is Andrew Jambor. He owns Hampston Home Transition Solutions, and uh, the problem that we've thrown at him is, help, I'm downsizing my kids don't want my stuff. So we feel stuck, and we don't want to give them the stuff they don't want it. Although it's like, hey, you know how much stuff is this? What this is worth? And you're turning it down? How dare you? I was ready to pass all this on to you. Yeah, and they're like, it's ugly. It's uh, yeah, right. It didn't. It's not with the times, Dad. Get or my son says, old man, old man, old, old man. man. I don't want that, old man. You know, get. I got my own stuff. Or I'd say, look at now. look at minimalist. this. Minimalist. They're minimalist. Uh, they are. They are minimalist. Get with it. All right, so what do we do, Andrew? Help us. Our kids won't take our stuff now. What are we going to do? Yeah, it's time to seek other options for these things. Like, basically, you know, we can kind of go through what the biggest items are that our kids won't take because we find that this is pretty common across the board. I mean, we could start off with things like books. I mean, how many many people have books? How many seniors have books? I mean, it's it's big. Bookshelves, bookcases, you name it. And, you know, what can we do with things like books. And there's there's different uh, strategies we can apply for that, ways we can start to basically turn those books into some kind of, uh, we could potentially sell those books. There's useful websites out there. What but, about safe? Can you cut the middle of the book out and have it as a, a secret hiding place for stuff? You could repurpose that for <laughs> sure. You could use it as, a, maybe. and some of our clients have done that. They it's have in the old in movies there. where they always take a book off the bookshelf and open it up and it's actually got stuff inside. You may not know what's inside there sometimes, but there's stuff in there. <laughs> Jennifer, your kids are little, right? One little one. One little one. Are you saving things for them? So I'm a little different because my husband was in the military, so we had to move all the time. Sometimes we were in an apartment, sometimes we were in a oh. house. So I learned to get rid of stuff. Where okay. My grandfather kept everything, and then when he passed, um, we had 20 of everything. So I learned <laughs> from that. So, no, I have kept some things, yes. But I do think when you have things that you don't are having a hard time to get rid of, take a photo of it. Make a photo book. Oh, that's book. good. These are huge, yeah. And that's one of the things we always recommend is, you know, take a picture of something with books. Um, you can use certain websites like Biblio.com to get information on the book because you might be able to sell Wait, wait, what is it? Biblio.com? Biblio.com. What is that for? So that's for being able to get information about a certain textbooks, anything like that. You could just basically plug in information about the book, the title, and basically the year it was made and get some information back. That can tell you if it's worth even something on the market to sell it, resell it. It's very useful for that, and there's other services out there that can convert it to a digital format if they want. There's different ways to do it. You can take pictures of the, uh, you can take your camera out, take photos of the covers, and then make it into an art piece. Oh, that's That's, a good idea. That's a great idea. I'm really good at this. Very creative. Very creative, yes. I swear, seniors have so much silver, so do you sell it? Melt it down. Is it worth anything anymore? (laughs) 
So, well, mostly if it's if it's real silver, yeah, yeah. So it'd be worth something. But they're going to tell you it's right, you know but that. most of the time we find that it's you know silver plated or it's sterling silver or it's things of that nature. And then it's the emotional value of yes. it, and they know that it's you not really. Spoon rings are great. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's actually really cool. Is it? Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's there's actually good sites out there for. People, believe it or not, still look at for sterling silver and things like that nature, silver-plated things. Uh, you know, P4A, it's called Prices for Antiques. It's a website, p4a.com. And you could actually go and query items that sell on there is, and basically see what they're worth and could resell them on there. Because people in the same uh, generation look for items like that. They want to purchase them. Very true. What about auctions? Yeah, so you could potentially, depending on the value, uh, take a picture of the item. And one of the things we do a lot of is we'll take pictures of items, send it to estate partners, antique dealers to get an idea of exactly what value there is in certain items, especially in figurines and things like that that are kind of obscure. So what about an estate? Like, I feel it's probably the best way to get rid of stuff is just to run an estate sale, so like AKA tag sale, right, at your house right before you're going to sell. Yeah, and a lot of... uh, I know you're not going to make as much money, but... So the estate sale is an upscale tag sale? Yes, absolutely. Yes. And it's fancy. But, uh, we find that that could work sometimes, but a lot of times it, it depends on how many things of value are in the house, too. So there's a lot well, of things. I can tell you from TikTok experience that estate selling is huge right now, and the younger generation is really getting into it. So are we going to start a side business? <laughs> you could. You could. No. Yeah. Older people listening to the show are going to go, what is TikTok? TikTok. Are you going to use your clock? Uh (laughs) Exactly. TikTok. It's actually a website where you can post videos and stuff. Yeah, you post video a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The end of the grandkids would show them by now. I'm sure. The videos are hilarious. Some of them are. Do you guys post online auctions? We have posted online auctions. A lot of times we'll work with companies that do that in terms because we have better referral sources for that. We can... We could sell items online for people. We've done it through different avenues. There's there's marketplaces out there, Facebook marketplaces. What do you do when like you that. actually can't, like, you, there's still stuff left? And, if, you know, the adult daughter is freaking out because there's still all this stuff. Then what do you do? Do you say get a dumpster? Like, what do you do? Yeah, there's options to donate items. So there's places out there that could basically come and pick up items from your home if they're, you know, if they're depending on the size of them. Um, obviously, you have Salvation Army. You have things that we can uh, you can run donations to Goodwill. You can run donations to uh, sites out there that are more for veterans. There's certain specific ones. Uh, DonationTown.com is great, which is like a basically a lookup engine for donation charities local that'll come pick up si- items from your home depending I on what the need is. I also found that if I put it on the side of the road, it will be gone. That too, depending <laughs> how much depending how much traffic your road. We're helping people understand. Your kids won't take your stuff. Can I strong arm my son in taking this stuff? No, not, usually. not usually. It doesn't no. work that. It doesn't, doesn't work as easy as we want it to. <laughs> All right, we talked about auctions. Uh, what else do you have for ideas if your kids won't take your stuff? Yeah, we talked about auctions. We talked about uh, donations and things of that nature. And at the end of the day, if there's still things left over that they don't take, then it's sometimes best to do have either have someone come in to do take the items away, pick them up, and get take them off to repurpose them or to get rid of them. What about eBay? eBay, Etsy, there's some ideas out there for certain types of things that'll work. Do you help with that at all? We can. We've done stuff. We've sold things. Is there still like eBay shops? There used to be years ago. Yes, there is. So you could help them find an eBay shop to get rid of their stuff? We've had clients Mm -hmm. actually that still have their own eBay shops. 
that have <laughs> that, that turned into oh wow quilting or some other nature that they sell and repurpose artistic things. And if they want to have a tag sale or an estate sale, estate sale, um, do, do you help them set that up? Do you do anything with that, or do you leave it up to them? We can help them. It's probably more cost effective if they do it themselves. But we, and we'll tell them that up front. We you know we'll come and help do the whole thing. But they, they might say it's too much work. You know what? Yes. I'll, we'll pay your fee That's and we'll... So, it, so the biggest thing that I find is that it's very overwhelming for them. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if you are the adult child, reach out to Andrew because they take off all that stress because sometimes they're not moving or making a move because of that. They're just overwhelmed and they don't know where to start. Yeah. Well, good. So we don't lose track of time. Andrew, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, yes, uh, you can... Basically, go to our website, which is guidingthemove.com. You can call me at 860-531-8279. A second time? Nope. Radio, they say you always give it out at least twice. Absolutely. (laughs) 860-531-8279. Because when somebody reads the number on the air, that's when they're just going to look for the pencil and the paper. (laughs) And And then by the time it's done, they're Do you have an email address? Uh, yes, I do. It's a jambor. That's J A M B O R at Amston, which is A M S T O N Real Estate dot com. So we've been meeting with Andrew. Andrew is really helping. Not just home sales. It's actually all the components that go with relocation. Right. Right. Transition. Yeah, it's transition services. We call it basically. It's Basically, reducing the stress that's involved with the whole process of going from beginning of starting a move, what to, deciding what to bring with you, uh, the packing, the downsizing, the selling of the items, going all the way through Do to... set up their new place? So if like, yes. they were to move into a community, would you get it all set up for them so they walk in and it's done? Absolutely. That's, all, that's what we do for every move that we do. We bring someone in, we set the room up exactly the way it was. they'd want to have it look. And if, for example, if there's a bookshelf with a bunch of different books a certain way. We'll make sure it's set up the exact same way. Their room is set up the same way they want it so that when they get there, everything is ready to go. You do room staging too, right? Yes. Or home staging? Yes, room basically staging. setting up for a sale of a house. All right. You did those. Thank you so much for coming out and giving us some tips. You've been listening to Senior Living Connecticut, a show that explores solutions for Connecticut's family and adults to help them get the most out of life and to really enjoy the life they have now. Listen to us next week. We'll see you then. When I'm 16.